Got a bit of a late start. I had a late night last night. It was very interesting. Not in a good way. I was working late. Yeah, working you, late. That's, that could go either way when you say that right, right at the right, gate. Ahead. No. And it actually, um, I was already kind of thinking this is the quote I wanted to discuss today, but it really fed the narrative in my own mind. Um, and I'm, I'm going to go classic literature for you. Classic quote. That's only your wheelhouse. You know, you use mm. these powerful historical figures and I use Yoda and Doctor Who. But we are hearkening to, I think, probably the most famous quote of a blind poet and preacher, John Milton. Okay. And I want to liken it a bit to, uh, you know, I think probably the um, the entrepreneur's drive. The entrepreneur's drive. I feel like you're putting a little bit of a square peg in a round hole here. I'm excited to see where this oh, yeah, goes. It's true. It's, true. Um, it's just more embracing chaos. And, and shunning the, the 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 nine to five and the day to day order of, of of the business world, and I think you've kind of done that in the opposite direction, right? You've mm-hmm. you've, you've embraced it, but of course, Milton Milton's best known for Paradise Lost, which has a lot going on with it. Um, not least of which is the fact that he really does turn Satan into a hero in it. Um, I do think Paradise Lost. I don't like epic poems. It's a good one if you ever want to do that. It's probably like number two or three on my list of epic poems, and I've probably read four. Um, <laughs> but you know. Right at the, the, I think the most famous line, the most awkward line from that is better to reign in hell than serve in heaven. And I want to remove this context of okay. hell and heaven um, and really look at this. And, uh, you know, a lot, a lot of rebels use it's like a rebel rallying cry, right? When they topple governments. Um, I think there is a way with entrepreneurial drive, um, especially when you are stuck as a cog in the machine, that that is part of what sparks it is, you know what? I'm going to take my chance. I'm going to take the leap and it could turn all to shit around me. But I think it's worth it. I think that's what I want. I would rather, I'd rather make the attempt and fail than keep doing what I'm doing now. Keep being stuck in the routine I'm stuck in now. Um, my favorite example of this is, and then you, you probably um, can, can sympathize with this more than many of our viewers, is I work in a warehouse. We have a huge warehouse in Henderson, Nevada. I actually don't work there anymore. Um, because I'm more remote, but there's a warehouse center in Nevada, and there's two restrooms there: a men's room and a women's room. I'm familiar with the Most restroom. Of our rest. staff, yeah, twenty, I think twenty six at the time. Twenty six out of thirty of the on site staff were male, which ironically means that um, the men used the women's room and the women used the men's. We swapped them because there were more stalls in the, the women's room. I mean, that, 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 we didn't get into that. Well, holiday season approached, and unbeknownst to management, our cleaning company went on holiday. And I didn't hear about it because I, I, I there's a separate there's a separate warehouse that my office was in. We have, we have one we have like four continuous warehouses, so separate building. My they're connected but separate um, building. My my office was in, um, which has uh, another bathroom. So finally, I'm walking through the warehouse and someone mentions to me, "Hey, Mosh, what's the one the bathroom?" I'm like, "What are you talking about?" And like, yeah, it hasn't been cleaned in like a week. And I was like, "What? Like, it hasn't been cleaned in a week?" So I go to the office manager and I say, dude, what's going on? It's like, oh yeah, they notified us that they didn't show up and I called them. And the only response I got is they're not going to be back till after the holiday. And the holiday was that week. I'm like, so we're going to go, we're supposed to go. We got a whole other week, yeah. Cleaning the bathroom. He's like, yeah, I should be fine. I'm like, I walked in and I was like, dude, it's already not fine. And you find yourself in this situation in literal hell, let me tell you, where um, I think as a manager and a leader, one of the things you think about is, you know, who can do this? What, what can happen? And you realize there's some jobs that are not delegatable. Mm-hmm. So went to Target, had to buy a mop, had to buy a bunch of cleaner. That is, I'm not exaggerating. I cleaned that bathroom three times and I had to settle for the, the, the floor 
the mop water going from like pitch black to like a slightly lighter gray that it was it was much lighter i shouldn't say slightly lighter but a light gray so i couldn't get the floors clean this, this like sisyphean task five times with fresh buckets i couldn't get it needless to say we fired the company um, it was a horrible experience you know what the bathrooms at conventions were like think of it like yep. that we had to scrub the toilets at all. by the way the ladies room shared by shared by the four female employees we had there were different hand lotions and different soaps that they had personally brought in to use that bathroom was immaculate it was incredible the difference was stark but it i was doing all this and you just realize there are things you have to do last night i was i was up till you know uh, almost one working on stuff not for anything special no special deadline we hit a rhythm we were moving we had to go there was no off sign when i was working in restaurants when i was painting houses when i was doing all these other jobs it was like oh it's quitting time i'm out i hope the job is still here i hope the restaurant doesn't burn down overnight but if it does I guess I'm finding another job. That's fine. You know, I didn't, I didn't want to redound, but you know what, you know what I'm saying? It's like you have, you, you're trading so much security in heaven for the unknowns and chaos of hell. And it is, it's something that this quote, because I read, I read Paradise Lost when I was in college. I was quite young. It's a quote that I think about a lot on hard days when there's random tasks. And I ask myself, am I happy? Is this what I really want to do? And the answer is yes. I love my job. I love what I'm doing. Um, you know, the, the, the other major area this comes into play is when you have disciplinary actions and terminations. And mm-hmm. as you know, in our company, um, most, if not all of that runs through me. Historically, all of it ran through me. I remember there was uh, a time once I, I asked you how you would describe your job, and you would say you have difficult conversations. And that meant with other that meant with clients, that meant with business partners, and that meant with staff as well. Yeah. And and um, I hate those. I hate those conversations. But uh, And I think the key to, with staff, with with you know, third parties is fine. With staff, it's tough. Like terminations and firings are tough. I think they're the things, they are the conversations I hate the most. I continue to hate them. And what I tell people, because I've trained some people on having those conversations, is the day that you don't hate having to do this is when you got to stop. Mm-hmm. It's when you've lost the empathy. It's when you've lost. So uh, I'm literally, you know, I check in with myself about how much of a gut punch this is, you know, a termination or something like that. Terminations in particular. And as long as it's still a gut punch, I know I'm the right person for the job, as ironic as that is. The moment it isn't, the moment you're done. Um, and it is, I mean, I am, I, I would describe myself as an incredibly empathetic person. Mm-hmm. And you put someone with a lot of empathy in that situation because you want to make that situation as right as you can. But it is literally just, a, it is literally hell. It is a knife twisting in your gut when you're having those conversations. Something so, I always admired about you and John, the way you guys run the company, was when I first started working for you, uh, six or seven years ago, now, I guess it was. Um, I went to an event and I remember seeing John, who was you know CEO of the company, and there was and I don't know how many staff we would have had at a magic event back then, but several dozen staff members between judges and event staff and ops and all that kind of stuff. It's only about forty to sixty, depending on yeah. the size of the event. Um, and I remember seeing John, who was like like I said. Several orders of, you know, organizationally above a lot of these people. President and CEO. President and CEO. And majority owner. Tying off trash cans, taking them out to the back. I remember seeing him walk past a sign that was like a little bit askew. It was a side event uh, schedule. And he yeah, took it off and like adjusted the the easel it was on and put it back. And was like, no, it's still not right and doing this stuff. And it was very, very clear to me that nobody in the company thought that there was work that was beneath them, which is not necessarily what you were talking about with the bathroom that it's it, with the bathroom. It's, it's a very bad look to be like, Hey, Jonathan, go clean the bathroom. That's rough. You don't want, you, you don't want to delegate that. Yeah, but right. this was like, this needs to be done. 
And my time, even though it objectively from like a salary perspective is probably more valuable than a lot of other people's time, we're all in this together. My time is just as important and it would take, it would cause more disruption for me to go pull somebody off to go do this. It's better if I just take care of it myself. And the company was very, very flat and very agile as a result. You know, a lot of the time, especially during the pandemic, we went between, when I was working with Sean Farball, we went from selling a cut, you know, running events for card games to trying to sell cards for games that people didn't have anywhere to play. And every morning we get on and go, what are we doing today? What are we going to do? do it? That spirit never, as as far as I can tell, never left. And and that's, you know, embracing that chaos. I, I'm, I'm a person who very, very much likes that. I remember I, I would refer to them in, the, in events when we would have people, you know, difficult customers or something would break and we'd have to refund a bunch of people or something like that. Um, it was often me and you would get into a room and we'd have to write the Reddit post or the email that we'd be sending out. And I would call those war room moments because everything else doesn't matter. We need to fix this in the next 15 minutes and then we can go worry about other stuff. Um, and you're right. I've moved into a, you know, a career path and, and a much larger organization now where those kind of um, things don't really happen as much. There's a lot more inertia. The organization is much larger. The company is much larger. And it's like turning a cruise ship as opposed to a speedboat. I, um, and by the way, that is the loss. That is your employer's loss because Dennis, uh, shout out to anyone who works with Dennis. Um, <laughs> he's incredibly good in those situations. I would strongly recommend it. Um, I will say, and the, re- the reason I chose this quote from Better to Reign in Hell than Serve in Heaven is I think you must ask yourself that question as an entrepreneur, as someone embarking on a new business venture at the right moments. Yeah. Is this venture I'm at, is this job, is this role, is this position? At its worst, hell, better than what I left at its best. Heaven. That is the only way. That is the only way to make that comparison. We. I don't know if I agree with that. I don't think I agree with I that at so. all. I think you you'll have-, have. I think if you have seven out of ten moments and six and five, four out of ten moments somewhere, and you have eight out of ten moments and two out of ten moments somewhere else, that you can prefer one of those over the other. And I think they're both valid choices. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. Maybe I spoke poorly. You can compare the moments across each other. Yeah. One to one, apples to apples, no problem. And you should like, oh my god, you know, that when you're when you're stuck cleaning bathrooms or you're stuck, you know, terminating people, and you look back on me. God, I had a nine to five where I was, you know, I'd be checked out. I'd be having my first beer with all my friends at the bar down the block right now. Those moments, you know, maybe that's okay. But I think when you look at the experience as a whole, when you kind of have this totality of life experiences, and I think, I think as uh, I hope as as, as an entrepreneur. And um, I hope any entrepreneurs listening, you, I, I always get this sense. I see this when I see someone's an entrepreneur, uh, and this is a bias, of course, I consider myself an entrepreneur, that there's a little bit more of a holistic vision on what they're doing with their life because you have to because you're in charge and uh, on top of so much stuff with mm-hmm. the company. Maybe I'm off on that. But I think that holistically, really looking at that life choice, because I think entering the rat race, going back to nine to five is always an option. I always feel like it's an option for me if I want to. I mean, I have a JD, so I, I could, you know, and I had a lot of experiences in turning and I, and I enjoyed it. I was, I, I, I was, I dare say I was, I was, I was good at it and I had a lot of fun doing it. So, you know, most attorneys hate it. So um, I have that going for me. But I think when I, when I, when I kind of like look at these two life experiences, I think the only way to look at them is overall, when I look at what I, where I'm at now, as an entrepreneur doing this job, working in this industry, an industry I love. Do the worst moments of that, taking those into account on balance, still make me happier holistically than being a nine to five and having that stability at its best? That's what I mean when I say you have to compare yeah, it's that. Got, because I, mean, I, think, 
I think in an entrepreneurial world or in a self, you know, self-employed world or something like that, or even even working in like a startup or something, I think you'll have higher highs and lower lows. And yes. that uh, that's not for everybody. And it's not for everybody at different stages in their lives, and there's value to both. But I think you're right. I think it is important to take stock during the low moments, not just during the high moments. I mean, historically, before we launched Channel Fireball, and even right when we launched Channel Fireball was a lean operation, not well thought out, unsurprisingly, John and Mashi just charging into the fray. You know, I had months, like multiple months, where I was like, hey, don't cash that paycheck yet. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then, you know, that, then, then there was the, okay, uh, I need to cash at least one of these paychecks because I got to pay rent. And it's been like three months. It's like, okay, you can cash one paycheck, right? I mean, I'm, I, I know this sounds crazy. I'm sure entrepreneurs out there know what this is like. You, you, you've lived this life. Um, we got to a point, and, and I, I, you know, I'm lucky. John, we mentioned before, he's my best friend. He's my best friend. I, I've known him. I've known him longer than I had him. I've known him since I was 16. I'm 43 now. He had to. He had to let me go. Business was so bad at one point. He had to let me go. Think about that. You know, I made it as easy as possible. Uh, he, 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 it was. It crushed him. It crushed me. It was a horrible experience. You know, I had to go on my own way and go back to the nine to five. I had no mm-hmm. choice. Um, those are the experiences you go through, okay? Those are the experiences. And then now I'm back in it, and we're doing it, doing it together. And this is what I'm doing for the rest of my life, and I love it. But um, these are the experiences you go through. Uh, and it's just funny because I go back and forth in my mind. John never has. He's always been an entrepreneur. You know, he's had the business since he was 18. On balance, um, given the experience that I've had, not being able to cash paychecks, you know, um, sacrificing relationships, which I don't recommend. That was not necessary. That was me handling myself poorly. I don't put that out there as something you need to do. Handle yourself. Always prioritize what you want because you control that. Um, but I did, I, you know, I had relationships that, that got sacrificed, different personal sacrifices. Um, that was on me though, not on the company. On balance though, the worst moments in total with the, the experience I've had as an entrepreneur far outweigh the life I was living um, as as kind of a nine to five, whether it was as an attorney or in the service industry, as a server or in the restaurant biz, all of which I love, by the way. I love, I, I have someone who's been very happy with most of the jobs in my life. Right. Um, it's not like that. But yeah, it's 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 a question I ask myself a lot. Sometimes when I'm driving home at one in the morning, I still got to walk the dogs and put them to bed and then wake up the next day before. Not really. Yesterday was fine. I had, I, yesterday was a lot of fun. But um, it, it is that quote from Milton that really resonates with me. And I, and I know it's super extreme. It's just a Forget about heaven and hell. Think about the poetic license. Well, you want, that's, you're, that's you're, you're talking about chaos and order, and I think that I think that's I think yeah. there's wisdom to be had there. And I don't think it's the last time we'll talk about it. Absolutely not. Pandemonium, pandemonium. But um, that's it. And thank you very much, Dennis. Shout out to Dennis again because he called me in a late start because I had such a right. night. A little bit of chaos. Never yeah. hurt anybody. Yeah, yeah. You need a little bit more of it in your life. I can sense it. <laughs>